Listen, listen, listen to my heart song. Listen, listen, listen to my heart song. I will never forget you. I will never forsake you. I will never forget you. I will never forsake you. I want to tell you about a little bit about the celebration from some of our Celtic ancestors and friends had at the end of the growing season. This celebration continued and is carried on by so many folks today, practitioners of Wicca, witchcraft, earth-centered, so many more traditions. There is a reconnection and a believing in the spiritual presence and the healing power of nature, a deep, deep understanding of relationship of the cycles and seasons around us in which we live, even in this modern age. And those celebrations and that connection has been refreshed again and again in our society over the years and is continued to be encountered and engaged with. And this point where in this time and in this place, you have contemporary practitioners, pagans, Wicca, Wiccans, those who practice witchcraft and much more that still connect and reconnect. And one of the most powerful times in this connection is that of the celebrating of nature and the end of the harvest when the plants are gathered in and the plants that remain wither and die back into the earth. And in that time, in that time, it's not just about the, the plants around us or the corn, the vast cornfields, if you drive through at this time of year. But it's also believed that the spirits of our ancestors and relatives and maybe some of even our creature friends, those who have died, are very near with us and may want us to want to let us know that they are at peace. And in that spirit, we have a ceremony um, that is recognized, a celebration recognized and called Samhain, usually around on November 1st, following the night of Halloween. Halloween meaning that night before the spirits talk to us. And at Samhain, not only is the harvest blessed, but everyone welcomes the spirits of their loved ones and their ancestors that are no longer with us in person. And all year round, contemporary pagans believe that the spirits of their loved ones are just on the other side of that veil between life and death. And this moment, this moment is when that space between is, well, it's even thinner. And we are all Held. Whatever our belief and spiritual practice, we also know that we are all held within the great mystery of life. The mystery that some people call the Holy Spirit, the mystery that some people call God, the spirit of love and justice and healing, the spirit of life that is part of the emergence and the living and the dying and the cycles that come through again and again. We are all connected to everything there is and ever was as we all come from the great same star dust 
into this moment. We are all connected to our ancestors, our loved ones who have died, for we carry not only whatever they may have passed to us physically, but we carry their memories. We carry who they were, who they were for us. We recognize the sights and the indications of the season of change. As we heard the leaf watching their neighbor kind of lose the green and come into the orange, the leaf itself eventually agreeing to lose its green and become the red that it was and then finally let go of the branch of the tree which it loved and lived. I want to invite us into reflection again as I sing again the song, one that came to me from my youth experience in Unitarian Universalism, but I understand it is much longer and older than that. Listen, listen, listen to my heart song. Listen, listen, listen to my heart song. I will never forget you. I will never forsake you. I will never forget you. I will never forsake you. Everyone dies. Every one of us. It is 100%. Those who came before us no longer are living, and one day it will become our turn. It is a mystery as to what exactly gives us that spark of life, and then what takes our life away. And as we hold all that is within the mystery around us and within us, we take this moment. It is good to remember our dead ancestors, those who are with us still, in our memories, in the stuff of our bodies, recognizing that we even move and think like some of them before. It is good to remember our beloved dead, the beings with whom we connected in this life. It is good to remember the joys shared, the sorrows endured, the lessons and gifts that we exchanged in the course of simply being in proximity. And we offer this moment, this time, this Samhain, when that time between life and death is so thin, that membrane is just on the other side. To remember not just those who have died and the gifts, but to remember the preciousness of life itself. Listen, listen, listen to my heart song. Listen, listen, listen to my heart song. I will never forget you. I will never forsake you. I will never forget you. I will never forsake you. We're going to have a time here to remember our beloved dead collectively. 
We have a table set before us. If you've brought a memento or a photo, there's certainly space for it. But we'll have a chance for folks to write a name, a presence. Sometimes the people who are remembered dead are not people we even know their names. We can write something for that too. We have leaves gathered and we'll collect those leaves and share those names. We also, in this moment, in invoking the names and in pausing here, we invite our loved ones to this table, that we can feel the presence around us still, that we might remember those times spent together, to remember what is in our hearts and the love that surrounds us still and always. And we'll have candles to light for those spirits as well. And we have one more way to handle remembering in this moment, and I want to ask uh, Tony and Vicki to come and say more about what we also have here. It was part of last night's haunted forest as well. Good morning. Last evening at our Haunted Forest event, the Keepers of the Great Grove Cups chapter began a very interesting project with an ancestor stoneworking. We invited people to participate by first calling into mind the memory of an ancestor. Next, we asked them to select a stone that best represented the type of relationship they had or continue to have with that loved one on the other side of the veil. Four different colors of stones were presented, each color with a specific meaning. We first presented a white stone, white as the color of the dove of peace and love. This stone was chosen if their relationship with their ancestor was one of peace. They feel a sense of peace in their passing, and the memories they have of their loved one still bring happiness to their heart. Next, a frosted stone was presented. This stone represented a question. Those who chose this stone felt there was something unclear, something left lingering, something they wish they could have said, something they wish they'd known. Or perhaps they had something going on in their lives and they really would like to ask that ancestor's input and advice and guidance. Next, a blue stone was shown. Blue, a color known to bring calming and also brings to mind the healing nature of water. This stone was chosen if their ancestor's passing left one or possibly more unresolved difficult matters or if they're unable to still feel any peace after their passing and a need for healing was still felt. Lastly, a clear stone was presented. This stone was chosen by those who feel a direct link to their ancestry may have been lost, a disconnect to their heritage, or if their lineage was unknown to them and they desired to rebuild a connection to their unknown ancestors. Having chosen their stone, we asked the participants to hold them between their hands. Think of that happy memory or that question that needed asked or that thing that needed to come off your chest to start the healing process, 
or that wish to reach out to those unknown to them with whom they still share a bond of blood. With these in mind, they drew in a breath and blew the intention into the stone. Finally, these stones were then placed into a vessel before us today. The result of this working gives us a fascinating visual insight into the types of connections people have today with their ancestors. This is a project we would like to repeat each year and perhaps see how those relationships may have changed or possibly improved. In any case, each stone ultimately represents a someone, someone whose life, whose labors, and whose love shaped our own lives before we were even born. This special time of year and this act of remembrance are testaments to the adage that our loved ones are gone but never forgotten. On behalf of the keepers of the Great Grove, we extend the same invitation to everyone here to participate in this working. I will be available to assist with instructions if anyone needs it. Thank you. So let us enter into this time of reflection and the sharing of names. Sherry will play some music as we gather and come forward a little at a time. Write a name, light a candle, and choose a stone if you wish. Let us enter into this moment together. <laughs> 